Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Toogie Steak Podcast. We are back again. Us, the guys, the fellas, your favorite hockey podcast that isn't about hockey, is I believe one Endo Mills once coined the number one hockey fraudcast out there on the internets. But, boys, all things considered, we actually do have a decent amount of hockey to talk about today, which is nice. It's wow. nice to actually have had things happen that we will be able to talk about. So I'm looking forward to that. Busy time for all of us. Sin, as you and I discovered, you know, I kind of alluded towards it last week. Like, hey, I don't know what the podcast schedule is going to be. Uh, <laughs> our broadcasting duties either. start this weekend, apparently. <laughs> yeah, at least only one region, but that's that yeah. won't last forever. Oh, it that's is going to be. That's going to be a lot. It's it's gonna be what I mean a two month sprint for Sin and I between the middle of December and about the end of February, yeah. Over the next little bit, so which is gonna be great for my travel anxiety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like so uh, for those who uh, again don't know, Sin and I have been working with the company known as Sports Gamer. You can find the website at sportsgamer.gg. Formerly NHL Gamer. Uh, who are, you know, the the cream of the crop in the EA NHL esports scene, if you ask cream me. Especially the for crop. the European side. Uh, we've been working with them since 2019, which is awesome. And we're prepping for another season, in which case the top league on the European side will play the winners of the North American League in Helsinki in February, uh, which Sin and I are going back to Finland for that. We went this past June, as I'm sure some of you will recall. And, you know, it's funny for me in terms of, you know, I don't have the most experience flying. But for me, it's always like, oh, the airport, not a big deal. Navigating through that, not a big deal. Whereas for most people, it's apparently the opposite. My issue is once the flight starts and we're getting ready for takeoff and my heart's dropping through my ass. <laughs> but... This time out, I'm I'm more excited than anything, because by the time we get to February, we're going to be fucking exhausted. So I'm going to view that as the flight to freedom. I'm going to get to reclaim my life after this trip. I'm going to get to take a goddamn break. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to turn 29 in Finland. I'm not going to have another... American... Oh my god, yeah, it's your birthday right Yeah. <laughs> I just re- I just realized that. I'm not going to have it? another American birthday until I'm 30. It's going to be weird. <laughs> 30, uh, 30 and Too bad you're not turning 30 there. That would have been cool. I'd be, uh, able to yeah. initi- I'd be able to initiate you properly. Do tell. <laughs> All I would do is when you're sleeping, I'd just punch the fuck out of your back so that when you woke up, you had, you had to stretch for, you know, about a minute before you're able oh. to uh, comfortably go about your day. Welcome to Joke's your on you, buddy. I'm already yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> He's ahead of schedule. <laughs> Freaking 28 going on 48 at this point. Oh. Jesus. But yeah, so again, uh, as I kind of alluded towards last week, it's a busy time around here. We'll keep you up to date as far as the podcast goes. But uh, at least for this week, we're looking at Tuesday. Uh, obviously today when we're recording this, we'll be back on Friday as well. So we thank you for sticking with us. As far as I know, for both gentlemen, it was kind of a boring weekend, so we won't bother, you know, boring the hell out of you with the details. No, Sin's just Sin's just living his best life as he's 
as at least he's trying to. And Endo's playing hockey like every day. And I thank him <laughs> for, for being you. here despite being exhausted. So that's great. We're all exhausted in our own ways. Isn't that yeah. my feet thing? hurt? <laughs> my okay, I I will say quickly, um last uh, episode Endo's last... pregnant, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I have cankles now. Um so uh last episode I was, you know, trying to work in my skates. Uh, turns out that when I molded my skates to my feet, I put super feet in, which is kind of like a different like insole instead of the actual ones. Uh, so the, the regular ones I had were, were the ones I got them molded in. And then I put super feet in after they were already molded. So like the, the arch of pain on my foot was because I used a, an insole that boosted them up like maybe like a quarter of an inch and it fucked with my foot the entire, the entire weekend. Everything hmm. hurts. My life, life is pain. I do have yeah. a question, because um, I obviously not not a whole lot of ice growing up where I was. Um, why the hell do you put the skates in the refrigerator? Oh, the you saw that? So yeah, uh, I got them. Okay, so uh, I got these skates on Black Friday. I put them in the fridge uh, because what you're supposed to do after you get them molded is you're supposed to like let them you know like cool off naturally over time. But if you have a game the next the, the same day, you can shove them in the fridge and like okay. cool it down. That it's way, an old Canadian secret. Mm. Yeah, usually you just chuck it in the the old igloo and you're fine. But modern days, modern problems require modern solutions. <laughs> modern solutions. Put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> it's modern. It's better than shoving it in the igloo. There's no snow outside. There's no snow outside. Really? It's December, yeah. man. It hasn't snowed here either. It's nuts. That's it snowed like maybe once. It's been and raining then it just a bunch of yeah same here ton of rain it's ridiculous welcome to the weather podcast you can tell that we're old uh also i love that sin joked that endo was pregnant so he somehow mentioned that he has cankles now as if those are like as if it's a requirement yeah you cannot have cankles unless you're pregnant i don't know man we're all pregnant i don't don't know know if, if you're out there listening to this podcast as a pregnant lady which Dude, I the, highly doubt. There's no way. <laughs> but <laughs> um, we we appreciate you and your form and your lack of cankles, if there are cankles. If you do have cankles, love yourself. Love your body as it is, because you are perfect. Especially Endo Mills and his cankles, apparently. Yeah, they're like fucking sausages. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All the to the viewer questions, go. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, as always, can you believe it? They're still with us. Our friends at Manscaped have sponsored yeah. this lovely edition. Let's go. Of the Tukey's Take podcast. As always, you can use code Tukey. That's T-O-U-G-I-E at checkout for 20% off your order and free shipping at manscaped.com. The holiday season in full swing. It's December 6th. Jesus. How did that happen? But it is yeah. December 6th. Manscaped might just make, dare I say, makes the perfect gift, the perfect stocking stuffer. Manscaped.com, the lawnmower 4.0, the cylindrical deodorant that we will hype up until the end of hey. time. It's and always the on spray. Standby. You don't want to roll that shit on? You can use the hydrating body spray. I mean, look at their fucking logo. It looks like a nutsack with wings. Look at that. <laughs> hydrating body spray it's it's as if you were skates and being put in the fridge exactly <laughs> hydrated manscape.com we thank them of course they have been with us for a, a very long time now and uh not going anywhere which is phenomenal stuff 
Code Tukey. Manscaped.com, 20% off. They have their holiday sale going on as well. The same offer still applies. So, get the right tools for the job. For the holidays, look your best. There's a joke about a well-groomed Yule log in there somewhere. Manscaped.com. We thank them, and we thank you guys for sending in these viewer questions. Let's kick things off with Young Burrito. If you could be one fish, what fish would you be? Now, a I'll shark. give you boys a, a second to think. You know oh, how much no, fun Maneater is? Goddamn. I want to be a shark. I want to be oh, an ever-growing cool. and evolving shark, and I can swap out my evolutions. No, but for real, yeah, shark would be badass. Are you still playing through that? No, did I finish that a while ago? I was Good. gonna do that weird DLC, The Truth. It had I did not. It didn't interest me one bit, though. Yeah, I like the whole first thing. It's like, oh, you gotta go and destroy this thing with their grenades. You have they throw grenades at you. You gotta like put Spit the grenades back. near the thing. I'm like, nah, that that that. I'm I'm out of it now. Like <laughs> I'm I'm way out. I liked it better when I spent most of my time in the ocean. That one was ugh. yeah. I was like, yeah. all right, whatever. I I did the main game. That was fun. Endo. Maneater is a, a really phenomenal game, by the way. A lot of fun. It is. What on was game your? Pass. Uh, oh, it is on Game Pass now. Mm -hmm. No excuse not to play it. Um, you can electrify your jaws. I That's never. I didn't need... like that one. No. Which no, one did you go for? I liked for? Um, Shadow Teeth because uh, mm. I like re I like passives. I love passives. So rege passive regeneration was tremendous. Um, I went with like bone body because when you did your fucking barrel roll, you damage stuff. Like it was so easy mm. to take out those hunter boats with that. Just jump out of the water. Just keep doing that repeatedly. Cause for one, you're dodging their attacks and you're also doing damage to their boats. That was it. And then can't remember. I think I'm can't remember what my tail was now, but yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, it was that, this, that the, the evolutions were fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> if this doesn't intrigue you to play man eater, then nothing will go out and yeah. play man eater. Great game. Endo, do you have an answer for what fish you would be? Blobfish. A blobfish. Like, when it's naturally in the ocean, or once its skin tries to kill itself? Okay, look up big nose fish, and it's literally just like the one that looks fucking sad and decrepit. It's like yeah, the that's... first image. So, the blobfish, the meme of the blobfish with it being all fucking gross and everything... That's because it's been taking it's been taken out of the depths it's normally living in, so its body is just like decom. I think it's decompressurizing or something like that. Like Gross. basically, that fish is fucked up. It doesn't actually look like that. I mean, it's, it's depressing. I tell myself like that every morning. I know I don't actually look like this, but here I am. Uh, but you know, I, I I am a blobfish. Fair enough. Yeah. In and out of water. There's a joke I could make to make this more interesting. Um, I'm just going to say the word South Park in terms of fish and let people come to that conclusion. But that is not <laughs> I'm a gay my fish. answer. <laughs> <laughs> and willingly hey, let myself be turned into fish sticks. Um, hey, baby, t t t tell me why you're not, you're not a hobbit. Explain to me again why you're not a hobbit. <laughs> uh, my answer to the question of if i could be one fish what would it be the answer isn't what would it be it would be who i would be mike trout lol best baseball player answer. on earth making a lot of money sure i play for a team that's going nowhere fast because we have two great players and that's about it but i would be mike trout and that way i wouldn't have to struggle every year 
to try and fucking pack him in MLB The Show, which has never happened. I've managed to pack a Lionel Messi in FIFA, but I can't pack Mike Trout. I hate it here. I absolutely hate it here. Yeah, Mike Trout. Our next question from Scroopy Noopers. What is your go-to meal that you enjoy cooking and eating? Or go-to meal. Oh, start again? Okay. It used to be steak and asparagus. My special kind of asparagus. I can no longer eat steak because of a... I have gout health condition where, yeah, I got a lot of shit wrong with me now. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much cut Above out red 30, meat and shellfish. You know? Yeah. Also, don't drink a shit ton of wheat beer in your 20s, guys. Okay. Apparently that has lots of adverse effects, too. Um, the hell? Yeah. Oh, so anyway, <laughs> now I uh, one of my favorite meals that I make myself is like a, it's like a chicken and rice meal. It's pretty basic, just like salt and pepper seasoning for the chicken. But like the rice I make is like this Spanish kind of style rice. T- tastes really fucking good. And it's good for you. Chicken and rice, man. There you go. See? Yeah, I, I cut life. my diet down to just chicken and rice for like, I think about like the past like four months and I lost like 20 pounds. So I'm like, hey, let's fucking go. Um, also, I was more athletic now than before. But yeah, uh, I would say either chicken and rice or i'd go with um pasta with some just some tomato sauce throw a little what what what's funny nothing okay pasta sauce you're doing great sweetie with a little (laughs) cheese on it throw it in there but bam good oh god your go-to meal that you enjoy cooking and eating yeah you have to cook it and yeah, none of your none of your family members or fiancés with their amazing looking dishes get to count. I'm fucking spoiled, man. Like that's a thing, right? Like, I I don't mind cooking, but the problem is the fiance loves it. So it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna impose and risk potentially ruining a phenomenal meal. We're just gonna ensure it's phenomenal by me not risking it. You know? <laughs> So oh that, that's that's kind of the issue. Is like I will I will make the basic bitch dinners. I I have the the key to life, known as the best garlic butter recipe for bomb ass garlic bread. Come at me. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't I don't really have an answer for my my go to meal because uh, yeah we you know. We have a, a diverse, a, a diverse set of options. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Oh, and Basically, by, by the way, everyone, chicken thigh meat much better than chicken breast meat. Go so with thigh. Confirmed, meat. sin is a thigh, man. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> chicken thighs save lives. From broken wheelchair, your favorite <laughs> NHL jersey ever that isn't for the primary team that you cheer for. My answer to this is simple because I can't get my fucking hands on one right now. And it's the Buffalo Sabres Hashik era that they have brought back mm. and still have not put them available for sale in like a, you know, a, an easier way to get them. Like it's still limited, I believe, to like the Buffalo Sabres team store. Uh, but after Rasmus Dahlin's hit on Matt Nieto, I am sold. 
<laughs> that I absolutely oh, yeah. uh, either want a Darlene or a Tage Thompson in that particular style. I do have like an original goat head, but it's the it's the white one, which I guess would have been the home at the time of J.P. Dumont of all people. But uh, yeah, that 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 is the first one that comes to mind out of a long, long list of jerseys, and it's tough because. I'd rather focus on the one that I don't have compared to the 60 jerseys to my left of pretty much all the ones Jesus. I've ever wanted. That's so many fucking jerseys. <laughs> Dude, I had over 100 at one point. Yeah. That's insane. Like, it was... I had to modify my closet because I needed another rack in there for only hockey jerseys. I moved... I went from having clothes, you know, shirts on hangers to putting them in my dresser to make room for hockey jerseys. Passion. <laughs> the passion. <laughs> Shockingly, not the debt. I don't know how that <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> the profit by the end of it, by the way. There you so, go. That was a fun time. Either of you have an answer? Yes. Yeah, I'm still you thinking. First. No, oh, you're still thinking? Yeah. Uh, my favorite jersey was one I bought for Polina. Uh, it was the... Hold on, I have it behind me over here. Oh, don't fall on me now. For the five percent of you who watch, I'm struggling on the video it's side of things. Beautiful, fucking Vancouver, uh, Heritage Classic. Oh, jersey. the V jersey, yeah. Yeah, the V. That stands for victory. It's funny because fucking Luongo didn't play. I hear, I hear the value for this went up like a fuck ton. Like for the Luongo one, probably. Yours yeah. is good though. You have the patch. I have the patch. I just gotta sew it on. Oh, yeah. cost me an arm and a leg for this, and Polina barely wears it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. That's the <laughs> joys of hockey jerseys, though. Not wearing them and just looking at them like every other collectible ever. Yeah, this is at the bottom of the closet for a while. You can see all the cat hair on it. I'm gonna go do <laughs> the lint roller and go through it. And there goes the resale value. <laughs> there you go. No, it's well fine. <laughs> Sin. Yeah, half-assed us an answer if you need to. God, dude, yeah, I don't. It's There's a lot, been a lot of cool jerseys, but I've never been that much of a fucking oh my god jersey guy. Um, mm. Dude, I guess it would be the Kachina. Fair. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's all I can think. That's of. fair. That is a perfectly fair and acceptable answer, sir. There's a reason why everyone wanted it to be brought back. You know? Yeah, there there was one that I really like. I did like that black Blackhawks jersey when they would have the uh, their black oh, the black and white one. Yeah, that was just like just black with their logo on it, not with that weird other logo that they used on like one of their black uniforms, but like the actual Blackhawks logo. That one and the Flames logo. The Flames did. I thought for I could be completely wrong on this. The Flames had a had a black jersey at one point that actually had the C on it. And not the other weird logo that they've also had. I uh, I don't know if I'm completely right about that. I could be imagining it, but I thought for I remember playing. I don't know, maybe some hockey game where they had that. I I I could be. Completely I think I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about the red jersey with the black C? They had nope. it for a long time in the Aginla era. I thought there was a black jersey with just that red C on it. Again, I could be completely wrong. Could be that conflating be that with the black jersey. Really confused with. No, it wasn't recent. It was in like an old hockey game or something. But again, it might not, just be the Chicago. Not seeing it on NHL uniforms, but that That's doesn't fine. mean it didn't exist. So. I mean, 
again, I, like I said, I could be conflating that with the, uh, cause I know they had a black one with that weird ass, whatever logo on it. I don't even know what it is. Blasty. Uh, yeah. What? The horse. Blasty. Head. The, the, Blasty. Oh, is, was it a horse head? I don't even know. Yeah. 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 It's it actually the current alternate Jersey. So. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Fuck the flames. I don't watch them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I must've been confusing that with the black Oak one, but yeah, those, those are good ones. From Steel Devil, another loaded hockey question. Who is your favorite prospect that never made it to the NHL or at least never consistently played in the NHL? Loaded one. That's um, tough. Because I think this is pretty much tied to your favorite team. You know? Um, God, that is, that is a tough one. Mm. Favorite player. They never made it to the NHL, or at least never consistently played in the NHL. Josh I... Hosang. Hey, Josh Hosang's a good answer. Flat out. Yeah. That's a good answer. I feel like for me, it's more tied to the Portland Pirates, actually, than it would have been for the Bruins, just because I got to see so many players come through the Capitals, Sabres, Ducks, Panthers, Coyotes <laughs> systems because they kept changing uh, who was there. Um, but I am uh, forever in love with the Sabres era of prospects. So two players particularly come to mind uh, for a forward, Mark Mancari, and who was a fucking stud at the AHL level, and uh, Marc-Andre Gragnani, who uh, is still in the NHL games to this day. Uh, but those are two players that I thought would do very, very well for the Sabres. And then the Sabres dropped the ball on player development. And then they drafted Jack Eichel and nothing changed. <laughs> but they're good they're now. Good. They're, they're pretty good now. Send another loaded question. It's a tough one in these so instances. But, but. Um, you know, I'm going to say it was someone I always used to pick up in uh, my franchise. mode, was like way back in the day playing like NHL 2K7. It was this uh, young guy who's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, Gilbert Brule. Mm. I don't know how much he played in the NHL, if he did much. He may have actually had a kind of an okay, but I, I remember him dropping off and going away so quick. Yeah, so he finished his career. He actually had 299 NHL games played. Really? There you go. I didn't think it was that many. <laughs> Me either. I, I mean, want to look up when a... he was drafted too. Sixth overall. Sixth overall. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. remember he. I always would. I always used to love using the blue jackets in a lot of my franchise modes because they were so ass. <laughs> yeah. Former Portland Pirate, by the way, uh, Mr. Brule. Um, yeah, I think the issue is right. Like he played for the Blue Jackets in the mid two thousands when they were <laughs> bad, and then Very he played bad. for the Oilers in the early twenty tens. When they were bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he kind of yeah. only got onto the roster of really, really shit teams. So I don't know if that one counts. Mm. I mean, he was a six overall pick who only played like 200 games and it wasn't due to injury. So I guess that I'm, I'm kind of on the line, but still that's, that's the one that really kind of comes to mind for me. I'll allow it. The other one, maybe Merkel Mueller. <laughs> <Oof. sighs> yeah. I, uh, I have Sash. realized over my years of roster editing just uh, how much that particular pick uh, hurts Sharks mm -hmm. fans. Oh, yeah. 
We, th- we yeah. I, I don't know. It was the first time when the Sharks just tried to rush someone along who clearly wasn't ready, and they fucking mm. paid for it. 18th overall in 2013. Four years later. You know, it's funny, though. Four years later, was traded to the Devils alongside a fifth-round pick that became Marion Studnik. The Sharks in return, second-round pick, Mario Ferraro. Oh, shit. You know what? So, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> it worked out. That's fucking I didn't. I actually did not know about that trade tree. Mirko Mueller leading to Mario Ferraro. That's amazing. Yeah. It all worked out. And our final question comes from Mr. Thomas Shea. What holiday song would make the best goal song? That's uh, uh that's another <laughs> I'm trying to loaded think. one. God damn it. These damn loaded questions. I I I mean Felice Navidad. That's it's, not a it's Christmas a hype song. song. It's not a Christmas a hype song. song. Hmm? That's not a Christmas song. Is it happy Christmas? Just holiday in general. You said holiday. Felice yeah. Navidad is a holiday song. Oh, oh, dude. I totally just thought Christmas because we're in the season. Holi- sorry, sorry, sorry. I, my bad. Like. I thought he meant just Christmas stuff. Oh. Well. Well, then maybe I will try to. I mean, it's Felice Navidad. It's literally Merry Christmas, though, isn't it? Is my Spanish that far off? Feliz yes, Navidad. it's Happy New Year. Yeah. Feliz oh, Navidad. What are you going to do? Regardless. No, Feliz Navidad is Happy New Year, dog. Well, regardless, <laughs> holiday song, it fits. And it's the most hyped. Clearly. What are your answers? Let's see. How are you going to top this one? I don't think you can. I'm still thinking. <laughs> anyway, I was kidding, by the way. It is a, it is a Christmas song. Sorry. <laughs> are you just gaslighting him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My second choice, by the way, would be Christmas and Hollis by Rum DMC. <laughs> that's my other choice. That's a pass. Yeah, that's that's a good one. God. I don't know. I'm still I'm still I'm still kind of stumped. I'll just take the lead on it then. Your top three that you can choose from our lovely listeners. Feliz Navidad, last Christmas by Wham. Or Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Which of the three would be the best? I'm asking you. I'm flipping it around. You didn't see that coming, did you? Surprise. Okay. Unfortunately, all the Christmas songs I really like are just not goal songs. <laughs> it's a bunch of Nat King Cole. and <laughs> It's because it reminds me of my mom, dude. She used to listen to those all the time. Oh, man. Maybe, maybe Santa Claus is coming to town. Maybe that's hype enough. Yeah, just yeah. now, no. I don't. Run, run I don't... Rudolph. There we go. Run Rudolph. Ooh. Grandma got ran over by when a Rudolph. Falser scores. Ooh, he did it. <laughs> we got there, ladies and gentlemen. That's a we good got one. there. That's a good one. Sim for the win. He has found the answer to the best Christmas goal song. With that, everybody, we thank you for sending in your viewer questions. Go what a journey that. that was from man eater and what fish would you be to cooking and jerseys and prospects and goal songs. You never know the direction for, uh, again, the supposed hockey podcast, but we will get into talking about some of the, uh, some of the hockey <laughs> that took place over the past couple of days. And, uh, what better way to start 
in the spirit of giving, as Jordan Bennington has been giving up goals to every single team he's played lately. Good. Not all that That's what long. what she deserves. <laughs> Not all that long after uh, certain Blues fans, <clears throat> Alex, demanded that we praise Jordan Bennington. He has been in full meltdown mode over full his diaper. last 10 games and full diaper at that. My goodness. Now, I will get ahead of Blues fans. Illegal taxi drivers and women on Twitter soon. I will get ahead of Blues fans by saying, yes, the team in front of him is not that good. The defense has really struggled. Are they not, though? Their roster is okay, man. As I will always say, if Auntie Ranta can post a 930 save percentage behind a mid-2010s Coyotes team, there is no reason why Carey Price can't post better save percentages. And there's no reason why Jordan Bennington could not have better numbers. In Bennington's last five games, he has an 831 save percentage. In his last 10, he has an 883. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just shout out uh, to Blues fans really quick. What you're going through right now, I went through with Martin Jones, so uh, mm. I understand your denial, and I under, and I understand your, uh, your, you need to point fingers in other directions because you know you're stuck with that contract. Mm-hmm. But he's a shit goalie who gets hot every now and again. That's what yeah. goalies do. And yeah. the worst part about it is, is that he's not even a good dude. Martin Jones is at least a good dude, so you root for him. But, like, Jordan Bennington's a piece of trash. Trash. He's trash. trash. He's trash. fucking trash. <laughs> he swung his stick at the face of this other guy. He's trash. <laughs> I jumped through a table just to elbow drop him. <laughs> oh, God. Bill's Mafia, baby. So, uh, <laughs> his latest antics... Um, Aside from chirping all the time, which is really working in terms of getting into the heads of his competition, um, you yeah, know he's he, gonna he, fight. He, by the way, because he talks so much, I don't think he's ever sc- scrapped in the NHL. No, he hasn't. He's he a has little pussy, fight. dude. He's an absolute pussy. He's like one eighty soaking wet. Like yeah, I'd one hundred percent fight him in real life. <laughs> he against Pittsburgh pulled this move, where essentially he was gonna try to like set a pick. He hit Jason Zucker in the face. Mm-hmm. He tried the same move earlier in the week against Carolina, and Jordan Stahl fucking trucked him. Oh, man, he fucking The copium from Blues fans was pretty incredible, though. Well, look, he separated him and didn't allow him to get the puck, so we broke it out of the zone. Bennington did his job. Mm. Bro, come on. Do you, After do you Zucker... Yourself? <laughs> What? Guys, you want to know how how much fucking Bennington weighs according to NHL.com? A hundred and sixty pounds soaking wet. That is fucking ridiculous. A lot Don't of be body shaming, Jack days, Edwards. Don't be oh. body shaming. Oh no, that's no. But a guy, sorry, a guy is one hundred and seventy-two pounds. Just checked it right now. Six foot two. Who's gonna go and try to hit guys who are like two hundred pounds plus? He's got all that equipment on. He thinks he's got. Yeah. Like, come on. So- after hitting Jason Zucker in the face, uh, Zucker scored on him to make it, I believe, 4-1. Uh, Bennington gets pulled. 
Bennington at one point skated past the bench. I believe he also got a, we'll talk about it, but he also got a penalty. Uh, Bennington skated past the bench and Jason Zucker's reaction was hilarious where he was just kind of shrugging with his hands up, <laughs> like completely no selling it. It's amazing. Uh, Bennington at one point got a 10 minutes, a 10 minute misconduct for incitement, which is quote, any player who persists in any course of conduct including threatening or abusive language or gestures or similar actions designed to incite an opponent into an incurring uh, into incurring a penalty. So basically, the rare this guy won't shut the fuck up and stop being a shithead. Here's a misconduct. Yeah, so more story on that. The guy, the ref who was refing the game when he got hit by Stall was the same ref who gave him the game misconduct. Uh, that after he got pulled. So basically he got pulled, then he went over to the bench and started talking whatever the hell he said, and then got a game misconduct on top of getting pulled. So. Yeah. <sighs> it's it's beautiful. So he's playing like garbage while trying to keep up his same old antics that, you know, hey, look, 2019 happens. Like, I get it. I'm the Bruins fan going after the Blues goalie who was on the team and was a big part of the reason as to why they won the Cup. That's all well and good. Some people will dismiss my critiques immediately, and that's fine. Um, but Craig Berube, of all people, the called out his goaltender. You know just made a good point. Heartbreaking. The worst person you know made a good point. Craig Berube, enforcer, known for complaining about the refs, is now complaining about his own goalie. Quote, it's got to stop. It doesn't help anything. Just play goal. Stop the puck. I like that. That's, that's fucking hilarious, yeah. dude. Like, I like that the, he says stop the puck because Bennington just hasn't been doing that. So he needs to get called out. Um, I don't know how he's going to react to it because Bennington's just a flat out little bitch. There's no other way to say it. Like, he is a mental midget. And you can see it every time things don't go his way. He throws a tantrum. He is in the second year of a six-year deal. Lol. Worth six by six, six right? <laughs> six million per. He is on a full no-trade clause Woo. this year and next. Jones 2.0. Enjoy it, Blues fans. Y'all are fucked. Hey, at least you got a cup. It turns into a modified no-trade clause for the last three years of the deal. Um, I legit knows how this goes, and I hate. I don't actually don't hate. I love that I was right about this. The second he signed that, I was like, "Ah, it's gonna. This is gonna be Martin Jones." He he went on a heater. He got rewarded for it. Oh yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, it's just pat myself on the back over here. I enjoy it. Uh, You know, again, (laughs) because that way it can't just be. See, here's the Bruins fan dunking on the Blues goal. Well, they're gonna say fucking I'm a Sharks fan and say hand pass and stuff like that. Like there, there's always going to be a way for people to be like, mm, it's because of this that you are yeah. like this. But like, yeah. I'm sorry, he's a trash human. You know who else broke my heart in the playoffs a bunch of times? Mark Andre Fleury. Mm. Good human. Love him. Yeah. Good fucking human. Hate to play against him. The Blues are sitting just behind Philadelphia in terms of point percentage this season. And they have a worse goal differential. On a team that employs Rasmus Ristolainen. Not a good look. 
I love you just never can resist just laying a shot out at Erasmus Ristolainen. He's just catching strays like it's not even about the Flyers. <laughs> and you just were like, mm, Philly, mm, Rasmus Ristolainen. Oh, uh, well, I mean, hey, while we're talking about bad contracts, right? Like, no, yeah, that's fair. I just love it. <laughs> That poor guy. I'm sure he's a I good know. dude, but like, holy I, hell. Yeah, he is a good dude. I've heard interviews with him. He's a fucking sick dude. I'd hang out with him. I'd hang out oh, with him in, in the Nordics. There you go. You, you, you'd kick Jordan Bennington's ass and it'd be like, hi, Mr. Ristolainen. I'm sorry <laughs> about those things I said. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I said your contract's bad. You got dinner, right? wanted to mention i mean and unless you have anything else to kind of cap off the jordan bennington talk i mean it's just it is what it is right so i did want to talk about another goalie though quote in regards to this particular player want to get number one goaltender into a rhythm First opportunity for Spencer Knight to get a taste of what the number one role is like in the National Hockey League. Sergei Bobrovsky, in his last 10 games, has an 867 save percentage. In his last five, it's an 842. Spencer Knight has a 930 save percentage in both his last 10 and his last five. Holy shit, what is Florida going to do in regards to goaltending? Because they are paying Sergei Bobrovsky $10 million a year for three more years. After this? After this. Oh, Jesus. He has this a is... no-movement clause this year and next. And then that it turns sucks. into a no-movement clause with a modified no-trade for the last two years of the deal. So they can't bury him. Nope, they can't. Oh my god. Trade him or buy him out. That's all you can do. And that contract, let me see if I can bring up uh, the buyout calculator on Lovely. That was like not a good deal when it was signed, but it is aged even worse. This is why you don't give goalies that much term or money. I don't know why he even got 10 mil. Like he was solid, but he was not a 10 mil goaltender. Like I think... He was like coming off maybe a Vesna candidacy and like stuff like that, but like, <clears throat> yeah. Also, he was in a Tortorella system, as I recall at the time, and that's gonna elevate your numbers no matter what. So he won the Vesna in the 2016-17 season, yeah, and was handed this contract in 2019-20. That's when it started. If they were to buy out Sergey Bobrovsky, his cap hit next year. And for three, the next three years after this one will be six point six million against the cap, and then down to one point six for three years after that. It's not you as might... bad as it could be. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my initial thought, honestly. Like that's not actually a bad buyout. You said two years at six point whatever. Uh, three years. Let me, let me bring it back up here really quickly. Three years at six point six, and then three years at one point six. So they'd save three point six million. I don't. That could be a solid middle six guy, a third liner. Here's the problem. While Spencer Knight has been great, he has a contract extension kicking in next year at four point five million for three years. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Their goaltending. Goes to fourteen and a half million dollars for 
for Knight and Bobrovsky combined. Yeah, I would think about taking that three million in cap relief by buying out Sergey Bobrovsky if you can't find a trade. Yeah, I mean, then again, you could argue like, well, hey, as a backup, maybe, but you know, we've talked about the Panthers' depth in a in a general sense. I mean, their defense, at least on paper, isn't the defense that you just be like, yeah, what a great core. Uh, they do have injuries right now to Radko Gudis on the defensive side, or an injured Radko Gudis. But their defense, Gustav Forsling, Aaron Ekblad, so at least Ekblad's healthy at the moment. <clears throat> Mark Stahl, Brandon Montour, which, I mean, at least Montour is putting up points. He has 21 and 23 games. And then Ducks legend Josh Mahora with Matt Kierstead, who's played 10 games this year. Yeah. That's not quite the defense you look at to be like, yep, that's... They got it. They got They're it figured sitting, out. Currently sitting one point out of a wild card spot, but with uh, they don't have games in hand against either of the two teams in front of them. Mm. Uh, that's not good. It's you concerning. Know, we, a couple of us, at least I did, I think they maybe re- uh, overreacted with that trade to a very disappointing second round exit. Mm. It has not looked good for them. I'm not just blaming that trade entirely, but that was a big fucking reason. They went out and they added sandpaper and they got rid of one of the most analytically sound defensemen and a very, very high scoring forward who granted maybe isn't doing the best in Calgary right now, but still that's, that's the killer about that deal, right? Is it's not just Huberto for Kachuk. You added Mackenzie Weger. And what is that defense missing right now? Him. Mackenzie Weger. (laughs) Like badly missing a player of that caliber. Um, I'm intrigued, obviously, to see what happens with Florida moving forward. But, yeah, it hasn't been this incredible start to the season for them. I mean, you know, they're mid-table in terms of points percentage. You know, it's nothing that isn't salvageable at this stage. They're not in as bad of a spot as, like, an Ottawa, a St. Louis, a Vancouver in terms of where they thought they'd be. But, yeah, I don't know. Jordan Bennington for Sergei Bobrovsky. Who says no? <laughs> Damn. Wow. Oh, that would be such a shit show of a trade. That's the only reason why I even throw it out. There. Bro, actually, I, I, yeah. Because, like, in the one hand, you go to Florida. But, like, he's on, he's with Kachuk. <laughs> like, Kachuk, perfect, both of their antics, like, holy shit. Except at least Matthew Kachuk is at least enjoyable with his antics. <clears throat> he can yeah. at least back it up, too. In more yeah. ways than one. <laughs> So, uh, shout out to Jordan Bennington. Keep providing the entertainment, sir. You're not providing entertainment for your own fan base, but everyone else is loving this right now. And uh, shout out to Spencer Knight. Doing very, very well, living up to the hype, and uh, yeah. really putting Florida into a rough spot. Yeah. It's a great way to stay in shape. It's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> uh, wanted to mention a couple of crazy games over the past couple of days, um, kind of building up to talking about Vancouver. Dallas was down 5-1 against Minnesota. Ended up losing 6-5 in a shootout. Boston was down 3-0 to Vegas last night. Lost 4-3. It was (laughs) 3-0. I really wish Boston pulled off that win. I wanted it so bad. Uh, Bruins lose 4-3 in a shootout. Their 14-game streak of home wins to start a season ends in Bruce Cassidy's return to Boston. Of course. Jake DeBrusque hitting the post in the shootout, which I said on Twitter might as well have been Bruce Cassidy's wet dream 
it's very obvious those two didn't get along and Cassidy gets the win against his former team for the first time and a player he didn't get along with hits the post in the shootout and then they win it uh former Bruin Riley Smith scoring the winner by the way um I had a fucking point I was gonna make now I forgot it oh yeah don't worry your 14 game home winning streak may be over but your 15-game home point streak is still intact. Hey, <laughs> the bright side. <laughs> I always love that when a winning streak ends. It's like, oh, wait, let's talk about this like in overtime. It's like, eh, keep, let's talk about the point streak now. The thing that topped those two games was last night's game between Vancouver and Montreal. Because Canucks, the Canucks, love torturing their fans is the only way I can sum it up. From off the stats on Twitter, the Canucks are only the second team in NHL history to fall behind by four or more goals, then come back to take the lead, fall behind again, then come back to win. The other was Boston in 1973 against the Canucks. <laughs> One of the most ridiculous things in terms of, you know, on Twitch, I have a, a bot that updates you on NHL scores in the chat. And it was hilarious to be like, oh, it's it's now 4-2, 4-3. Vancouver tied it. Vancouver's winning. And they blew it. No, they tied it again. <laughs> they won in overtime 20 seconds in with Pedersen. Like, just Ugh. ridiculous to follow along. Uh, the only way I can sum it up is that, yes, the Canucks absolutely adore torturing their own fan base. Like, this has been something special yeah. at this stage. And just the, the lengths they have gone on ice to just make their fans miserable is a work of art. Absolute work of art. They are likely screwed. My opinion, you know, injury wise, they're without Tanner Pearson. They're without Travis Dermott. They're without Tucker Pullman. They are now without Thatcher Demko for six weeks. Not that he was doing great. That leaves their goaltending tandem to Spencer Martin and Colin I think it's Delia. It might be Delia. I think it's Colin Delia, though. Delia. Um, Delia. Yeah, Delia. I really? would say. Is it yeah. Delia? I thought it was Delia. I don't know if it's like the comedian or not, to be honest. Oh, um, yeah. No, he's I would Delia. say. Yeah. I would say the pride of Rancho Cucamonga, <laughs> California, but we all know that's the Young Bucks. Um, <laughs> you can look at Delia's, Delia's, the, the fucking Deli Birds uh numbers especially when he was in chicago doesn't paint the prettiest remember picture. lay's deli style potato chips <laughs> what are you me jesus <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> do you remember those things i were out for a couple years i don't even remember if they tasted different <laughs> the fraudcast is in I'm full so, effect i'm so sorry it's all the deli delete <laughs> oh fuck Vancouver's bones, but much like Jordan Bennington, I applaud them for providing phenomenal entertainment for hockey fans who are not fans of that particular team. <laughs> yes. Between the Canucks and Jordan Bennington, this has been an absolutely hilarious season, and it's only December. Mm -hmm. We got a long this way week, to go. man, has been great <laughs> <laughs> for entertainment. Worth noting in this game, uh, he was penalized for it. I thought it was a clean shit. Um, it was fucking yeah. clean as a whistle, dude. I cannot believe he got penalized for that. That pissed me off. There was a very obvious makeup call as well on a penalty against Armia later on in the game. Um, it's like the third time this year Slavkovsky has just been caught with his head down. Yep. 
he it's it's the it's the adjustment to your to to the to the league man like i guess like the finish league has some fucking crazy hits but holy shit the ice like, is still bigger they don't use the you know yeah. the big big international rink but they do have the hybrid ice which is still slightly bigger uh than this but still yeah he's uh yeah speaking of which um our finland trips and i discovered that uh february 21st hifk have a home game may have to check so in gonna... and see how much tickets are man affordable uh, is my guess compared to what they probably. are here jesus yeah Christ. probably but still yeah i was looking into I'm taking my parents budget, you know I was looking into taking my parents to a Bruins game uh, right before or right after Christmas. I think on December 28th, they played Buffalo in an afternoon matinee. And I'm like, oh, cool. Maybe we'll go to that. Yeah. Unless you want to sit in the way upper deck for like 120 bucks a pop. Like, fuck. Just as Why long as sports it's a- tickets so fucking expensive, man. Like there's I've... so much gatekeeping. Why are concert tickets so expensive? It's fucking ridiculous. Because, um, unfortunately, that's just the way the market has gone. Since you cannot, you can really no longer sell CDs. You don't make nearly as much from streaming. You have to tour. You have to sell merch, and you have to jack up those concert tickets. Back in the '90s, it made more sense not to. That's why mm. Nirvana laughed at like Madonna charging fifty dollars for a ticket or whatever at yep. the time. Yep. But it's it is actually they have to at this point. Not Taylor Swift. I'm charging fifty thousand dollars. But you ha- you you just have to economically, or else you sometimes you can't even break even on tours. He nailed it. That is the answer. Damn. All right. Oh. I I, le- I fucking learned today. <laughs> so Slavkovsky, please don't get brained. Like you're really playing with fire. Somebody please teach this kid to keep his fucking head up. Oh my god. And for the Canucks, um, Brock Besser has been told essentially that his agent can start exploring trade options. You know, hmm. the Brock Besser who just signed an extension with this team. This is the first year of a three-year deal at 6.65. And already the word is out like, yeah, you can explore a trade. He has 16 points in 20 games. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, what's a good destination for him? You would have thought Vancouver. A nice, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> Vancouver's fucking stupid. Um, they're managed by clowns. Ah, Still, that's somehow. That's a good one. Like, from an analytical perspective, it's not, it's not pretty. It's not. Okay, I, I haven't, you know, obviously, I don't, I'm not on Twitter anymore, so I'm not seeing all the Jay Fresh and yeah. Patrick Bacon stuff. From, you know, a pure point perspective, yeah, 16 points in 20 games. You would like him to have more than four goals since but he was known. Uh, JT Miller cannot be good analytically because that motherfucker does not try on defense. Like, so why would you keep his ass over Brock Besser? That doesn't make any sense to me. Let me, I will directly compare the JT Miller, Brock Besser, J Fresh cards. The utmost authority. And, uh... Well, defensively, they're both not great, but J- yeah. it, it's a much better picture for JT Miller than it is. Really? Like Besser. play driving? I mean, Yeah, I would assume yeah. he's much better at play driving because he's got both sides. So Besser's supposed to be more of a goal scorer. Mm. Uh, it's... I'm going to look at Besser's numbers. Yeah, so I mean, Brock Besser, he's never played an 82-game season. Obviously, there have been some reasons for that, whether it be injuries or seasons getting shortened. Um, 272 points in 344 career games. Certainly not that bad. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, especially I, for a late first, man. 
Yeah, I like I just don't know what to make of this situation because the talk around Brock Besser, you know, there was unfortunately the family stuff that became a little bit more perfect, his father passing away. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, that's gonna affect the twenty four, twenty five year old person. It's gonna affect anybody for fuck's sake. Yes. Um it's just kind of I don't know. It's just, I don't know what to make of it. It's just very surprising because like you can look at his numbers, you can look at the analytics and say, yeah, maybe, but at the same time, does it feel right to necessarily get rid of him? Does it feel right to give him $6 million a season after posting 46 points in 71 games last year? Was that your mistake? Here's, here's my, my, my take on it. What are the, what is the plan of the, of the Vancouver Canucks? They don't seem to have one. Like, if you look at all their recent moves over the last couple years, even since after they got rid of the terrible GM, um, it doesn't make sense. Like, mm. if you're going to invest in young talent, like, I, 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 it really just doesn't seem like they have a plan. So I will note, too, that this contract wasn't like a already existing extension. This was signed by their current GM. No, yeah, I know. On July 1st. Yeah. Wow. I, I remember he wasn't a mid-season extension. He was like an R. Was he? Yeah, I think he was RFA. Or was he? Yeah, he should have uh, Let me check. His expiry status on his last deal. He was an RFA. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really can't tell what vancouver's trying to do because a lot of their moves contradict each other mm -hmm. yeah it's just kind of that idea of all right we're gonna sign brock besser and then two months into the season yeah Let's he can go. drop him yeah uh we're, we're oh we're definitely shopping uh jt miller here's a long-term extension mm. oh uh we're you know we're not gonna sign uh bruce boudreaux you know, we gotta look into different. Oh, never mind, we signed him. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Your captain in Bo Horvat is the UFA at the end of the deal. He yeah. has twenty goals in twenty six games. <laughs> yeah, it really is that question, and I I certainly understand Canucks fans' frustration. You know, at first I was like, "Hey, it's fifteen games into a season, calm down." They did win that game against Montreal, but as it goes Oof. on, you know, I'll, I'll always give fans a hard time after what the Blues did in 2019. I've said it on the show. I've said it everywhere. A team that was in last place in fucking January won the Stanley Cup in 2019. You just never know. Bottom line. That said, in a general sense, yeah, when talking about this team's future, it's like, what are they going to do? Because, you know, you talk about signing someone and a potential shopping him, like Connor Garland. They got him from the Coyotes not all that long ago. There's also been the talks about whether or not he was going to be dealt this offseason. There really doesn't seem, as you alluded towards, to be a plan for that team. Yeah, it would be a, a difficult time, I'd say, to be a Canucks fan right about now. Yeah. But, hey, you never know. Yeah. Couple other things I wanted to mention. Uh, Take it from like... me, Canucks fans. Do not let your captain walk. Mm. God, Please. you imagine, dude. If Horvat leaves, just burn it down. Oh, yeah. Man. 
What if, yeah. if there's one thing Canucks fans are good at? It's burning it's it down. burning shit down. God damn Again, finger blasted in the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an old timer. Oh, man. God, I need to go back and watch some of that shit on YouTube just because the shit that we were talking about was hilarious that whole time. We're going to have to get back to our our fantasy draft idea the only issue was we weren't really going to be able to finish it before sin and i started getting busy as hell yeah it would have been close still we can just do it every now and then and still fucking keep playing it we don't have to start a new well i mean if you've been paying attention to the twitch side of things uh up through the 23rd of february we're doing the lovely 23 days of chill raising money for games for love that help provide uh, hospitalized children with games and gaming equipment. Hey, donate today if you haven't already. Um, <laughs> so after that, yeah, my schedule is not as booked. Um, wanted to talk about a couple of uh, individual like player performances, stuff like that. Brady Kachuk um, owns the New York Rangers. Scored his 100th career goal against them. And at 23 years old, has tied Gordie Howe in total Gordie Howe hat tricks. <laughs> What a fucking beast. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> How many Gordie Howe hat tricks did Gordie Howe have? That is what I am currently looking And for. how the fuck is Brady Kachuk already matched? Is he just go for them? He's like, all right, I got to go and assist. He wants to fucking fight. Like, or is it like legit? Like it just happens. That's, that's an incredible stat. You're ready for me to, uh, to debate you. Yeah, I bet I bet Gordy Howe ha- doesn't even have a ton of Gordy Howe hat tricks. He has two, <laughs> and it's called a Gordy Howe hat trick. Uh huh. Can I? This is see. This is this is this is uh, the romanticization of what happens a lot with hockey. Yeah, they really romanticize the old. Not to say Gordy Howe was an incredible player. It's like I guess it's a way of saying how complete a player he was. Yeah, because he would he would score goals, make, you know, get assists and fight. But <laughs> but yeah, only, apparently only happened twice in his career that's happened in the exact same game. Yeah, eighteen hundred over eighteen hundred games or about eighteen hundred games. Excuse me for Gordy Howe. And uh, yeah, he, he technically only had two Gordy Howe hat tricks. Which I... is absolutely okay hilarious was there a time where they didn't track secondary assists maybe (laughs) maybe yeah i mean holy shit fun fact the uh current leader by all accounts and i'm just trying to find uh okay yeah just trying to make sure i got this um the all-time leader in gordie howe hat tricks with 18 is rick tockett So Rick Tockett hat tricks it is. All right. Yeah. He, he got the Rick Tockett hat trick. RT Second place tied with 17, Brian Suter. And uh, former NHL head disciplinarian, Brendan Shanahan. <laughs> <laughs> because as we know at the NHL, it takes a goon to judge a goon. Not yep. that Brendan Shanahan was a goon, but God damn. And, uh, yeah, current New York Rangers head coach Gerard Gallant's on that list with 10, by the way. But, yeah, 
I saw that headline about Gordy Howe Hatchick. She's like, Jesus, how many fights has, has Brady Kachuk had? It's like, well, he only needs two. <laughs> As it turns out. That's such a... Uh, I hate Isn't it that. just such a disappointment? That is such a disappointment. Fuck Brady Kachuk. No, she's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that stat so much. So, so much. Um, Chris Letang is already skating and practicing in full gear. Um, it, granted, it was with Penn's morning skate, not with the, the rest of the team. He had a stroke like a week ago. Fucking champion, that guy. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. That's nuts. It's absurd. Yeah. Absolutely absurd. I wonder like, what kind of stroke it was, because there's two different types. Obviously, it wasn't the one that most often leads to death, so... Um, yeah. It's you know it's just but one of those a, things. There's a few different types and subtypes of strokes where like sometimes you could actually lose you know how you like lose can lose mobility in certain areas yeah. and but yeah <sighs> I feel bad for him. Yeah, I mean again, it's it's two strokes before the age of 35 or at the yeah, age of 35, which is, like which is odd because technically anyone at any age can have a stroke. Yes. However, strokes are called by the buildup of plaque in your major arteries generally, and then blood clots lead to separation of certain nerve function. And like younger people don't usually get that simple because there's not enough time for that plaque to build up and for the blood to clot. So I'm wondering if there's maybe something deeper. And I, I believe I, it was um, talked about that he has a small hole in his heart. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That so that's oh. So. Yeah. I wonder if what that's contributing to that, because obviously it is in some way, but yeah. anyway. So who knows? Um, at the end of the day, though, it's great to know that, again, they said it wasn't expected to be career threatening. And Jesus Christ, a week later, he's already practicing in full gear. Yeah, I hope he's good. Mitch Marner secured the Leafs franchise record with a 19 game point streak. Better than Matthews, man. Confirmed. It wasn't all that long ago that everyone was talking about Mitch Marner being the one to be traded. You know? Gotta love Leafs fans and media. It's just interesting how quickly those things can kind of turn. It happens constantly. <laughs> they were talking about shipping out Nylander at one point. Hmm. Tell you, it's just a bunch um, of old fucking people yelling about how things are. That's it. That's all. Is, is he everything. robot for you too? Or is that he just went me? a little bit robot. And I, okay. think it was, beep boop, I don't think it was beep up. There you go. I don't know what the Funny fuck was that then. That was my R two D two impression. I oh, just not that. To too loud, so it came out. Oh, like my Lucky. shit! It just broke for some reason. I don't know. Who cares about, about your shit? Thanks. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm trying to sit here and praise the Leafs, and the Leafs fan is just trampling no, I know. all it's over. Just, it. I'm I, I'm tired of the fucking media running every running their mouths every five seconds. I'm tired of just the fans. I'm tired of the media. I'm really tired of the media right here. They're talking about Mitchell Marner like he's not part of and you know, all these globalists want to come after him, get him traded to another team. Global hockey agenda. Oh, I've <laughs> been there going through. I'm tired. I'm angry. Oh, the liberal hockey agenda. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. I can see him legit getting mad like that. Oh, God. oh man. Leaf star players are doing great. Their goaltending has actually been good. 
Yeah. We'll see if you can make it out of the first Matt round. Matt Murray, don't get injured. I need you for fantasy. Dude, he has a 921 save going. percentage in eight games. I know. I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's helping me. Masterton nominee, Matt Murray. Who says no? I'm here for it. Perseverance. Um, a better defensive team. Probably says okay. no at the end of the year, but we'll see. Fair enough. Steven Stamkos hit 1,000 career points. He basically has every team record but assists. That still belongs to Martin St. Louis, although Stamkos will pass it if he stays healthy uh, at some point next season, most likely. That record uh, is still like, you can find me in St. Louis. All right, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's such a dated reference, too. Oh. Old. <laughs> old, sir. Oh you are God. an old. <laughs> Shout out to Nelly. Oh my the god. The granny actually goes to Nelly. <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> Old. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Steven Stamco. Every time I try to praise a I'm fucking sorry, player from a team where it's like, you hate this team. You hate the Leafs Bruins fan. You hate the Lightning. How dare you call us out? We're celebrating a cup parade during a pandemic without Here any fucking vaccinations. Fuck you, Bruins fan. Every time I try to praise, I get trampled. Fuck. So listen here, Lightning fans. Listen, you cucks. Steven Stamkos is a future Hockey Hall of Famer. And had he not been hurt, but then again, even in spite of that, will go down as one of the best players in history and one of the best players of his generation, especially if he didn't get hurt. That was unfortunate. You're even, still fuckers for how you know for having and holding that parade. Sin, you let me go, motherfucker. You sh 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 sh. Fuck you. Baltimore. Until the end of time for that, because you deserve to be motherfucked for that. So, motherfucker, sit down and shut the fuck up. But Steven Stamkos is amazing. Even with those sociopath eyes. <laughs> Dude, you know he... he's got you know he's got sociopath dead eyes. You can't you can't look <laughs> oh at that man and, and not say that he could be a serial what killer. The, what the fuck? Just dude? just by looking at him. The what? the biggest saying. shame in life is that he's Canadian. Because his nickname could have been American Psycho. Yeah. The damn shame. Damn shame. Steven Stamkos, everybody. <laughs> um, in, in podcast memeage gone wrong, how many assists does he have? Jake Voracek, mm. likely out for the rest of this season with concussion issues, and at his age, there is a fear that it could be career-ending. I hope it's not, because Jake Voracek, very, very solid player throughout his career. And uh, you always have to check. Just he, he won't put up the goals lately, but how many assists? You always Sorry. have to check. I'm just trying to. I was trying to look at some fun uh, Steven Stamkos photoshops. <laughs> <sighs> we might have a good thumbnail. We're looking at though. career assists. He has how many games played? Does he have now? One one thousand, right? You just hit five hundred. One thousand points, points for Stamkos. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say five hundred twenty-five. I don't even assists. have the number, but let me... 505 assists. 507. Yeah. You he's looked now, that shit up, innuendo. You no, little... I, I knew he's he now at 1,001 okay. points, by the way, okay. and is six goals shy of 500. <laughs> I thought, uh... 
I thought I hedged my bets correctly. Shout out to the Canadian psycho Steven Stamkos and shout out to Jake Voracek, who I hope his career is not over. Um, and then another injury, Nathan McKinnon out for Colorado. The Avs are already up to at least 117 man games lost on the year. That's nuts. Um, all this does is put, I mean, number one, it's bad luck, but it certainly puts the Tampa back-to-back cups and the Pittsburgh back-to-back cups not all that long ago, of course, within the past decade, uh, into perspective of just how fucking difficult it is to do something like that yep. solely due to the the luck of not running into injury trouble. Um after a really long season. But I mean, you know, you look at members of that team, McKinnon, Nachushkin, Landeskog, Helm, Bowen Byram, Josh Manson, all a part of, you know, regular players, obviously, in that cup run that are currently injured for the Avs. It's been, been a rough time for old Colorado. But, uh, you know, call yeah. it a hunch. I think they'll be okay. Uh, I was waiting for NHL.com to load so I can see where they were in the standings and uh you know mid mid table mid table in terms of winning percentage closer to the top so they're doing okay yeah you'll be all right let's end this on a high note a damn Dan high, high note. note damn it <laughs> like a damn high note um connor bedard sin this was the first thing you saw when i sent you the run sheet today yes would you like to read off this particular stat Connor Bedard has 64 points during his 27 game point streak. That's fucking absurd. To quote quote Pete Holmes, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Could have fooled me. I thought that was Bill Burr. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Bill Burr. That doesn't make sense. He's a hockey player. How do you score that many points? It's not football. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Japanese guy, Antonio Inaki. The movie star chin. Just kicking the shit out of this fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Inoki, uh, great Antonio. Look that up for anybody who hasn't. The San Jose Sharks are currently the second worst team by points percentage in the NHL. Sin. Tank, 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 tank. I need him so bad. You know who doesn't need him? The Anaheim Ducks. They have Trevor Zegers. Oh, you know they want... You know that the narrative's gonna come out. The conspiracy. uh, The the NHL uh, West Coast agenda. They want uh, Trevor Zegers with with Connor Bedard. But here's the thing. Why the fuck... Big Batman's gonna come out and bring the election. (laughs) Batman. But seriously... Why would they want a big star like Connor Bedard in a small hockey market? If anything, the conspiracy goes the other way. I understand that people aren't logical and they don't realize that, but like, why the fuck would they want Connor Bedard to be in a small market like Anaheim or San Jose? Like, that's the opposite of what they would want. Just look what happened to the Oilers when they won all those goddamn first overalls in a row and they still weren't good. You know, if we're going off of the conspiracy rankings. And then, of course, Toronto got Austin Matthews. You know, mm. let's let's shut the fuck up, Canada, because you guys have gotten some of the best <laughs> draft yeah. picks. All of Canada. <laughs> all of fucking Canada. Why shut you your at mouths. <laughs> They're trying so hard to make you good again, and you can't help but shoot yourselves in the fucking foot. This is what happens. 
Rasmus was the line of catching strays. Sin's going after the entirety of Canada. <laughs> I like how I had just addressed Canada as a whole. Like, not even hockey fans. Just fucking oh my Canada. God. Blame Canada. Whew. The, the conspiracy rankings, by the way, to round out the show. Chicago, third from the bottom. Ugh. Have to keep an eye if on anything, them. If anything, Chicago would fucking get it because it's mm-hmm. Chicago. Original six. Arizona is fifth from the bottom. No better way to bring in a new stadium complex than with Connor Bedard as a star player. Granted, he'll be like three years into his career at that point. <laughs> and Ottawa currently in the bottom six. No better way. To introduce a brand new stadium in downtown Ottawa, if they get that deal, new team owners, then Connor Bedard. I would love to see him go to San Jose, but man, you ask me right now, December 2022, Connor Bedard is either going to Chicago, Arizona, or Ottawa, if these standings hold. Hmm. That is my prediction. Unfortunately for Sinfoil. No, I know. I, 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 it's, it's, it's such a slim chance that the Sharks actually get him. Um, I want it to happen so bad. I'm not holding my breath for it. There's other great players in that draft still, but I just want, I want that, you know, like, I want that, I want that feeling again, man. Like Jumbo that, was everybody. fucking God with the puck. <laughs> and man, that was an amazing trade, but we don't have that like drafted incredible I don't know. You know what I mean? I, do. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I like. No, you don't. I, you have Austin Matthews, gift horse. Have, yeah, and have, everyone wants to trade. Everyone wants to trade everybody on this fucking roster. Yeah, and you also got Mitchell God. Marner, William Nylander, John Tavares. <sighs> I hope Eklund pans out to be a kick-ass dude. Yeah, dude. Oh. Connor Bedard and William Eklund as the top two centers on the Sharks. <laughs> yeah, and Eklund can play wing too, but no. with. So can Hurdle, you know. A mat. I mean, think about that right now. Oh my God, Bedard, Hurdle, Couture, oh. Eklund, Bedard, in a top six with like Meyer, and then who? Who the fuck cares from there? <laughs> Whatever passes. Matt Kevin Nieto, Le- Kevin LeBanc, <laughs> the <laughs> other Svechnikov. <laughs> God damn. Timo Meyer, Connor Bedard, Tomas. Yeah, it's not going to happen though. The globalist Big Batman's going to come out of there. He's going to give it to us. Big Batman was in, was in Arizona lobbying for Tampa to Tempe to make a new arena. He tried to best. I think Tempe, he's going to go tampered. Yeah, Tampa. Tampa, Arizona. Oh, they're stealing elections. Stealing Bedard. <laughs> they're not only stealing elections down there, what they are, they're stealing the future of a good hockey club. They're taking the youth. They're putting them in these hockey clubs that make no money. <laughs> they're taking the prospects. They're, pu- they're putting things in Arizona to turn the prospects gay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody, to another edition of the Tukey Steak Podcast. Again, whether or not you listen or watch on the YouTube side of things, we thank you. Use code to get manscaped.com. Catch Sin on the YouTube side of things at Sin for the Wind Productions, Endo Mills on Twitter and Twitch at Endo Mills. E-N-D-O Mills. Oh. I'm everywhere, 2K24, raising money for hospitalized children on Twitch. 
We'll see you later on this week. Big bet.